foot. What about them? What about them? They're just milling around. That's not normal. Nah. No, it ain't. We should go. There's a storm coming. Dog! Kim, Stuart, and Scott. Welcome to another episode of the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 135, and we get to cover the mid-season finale for The Walking Dead. That's right. And we get to say, adios, Jesus. <laughs> oh. That's not Yeah, I mean, for all the, all the guesses, because we had the contest that was out there, and yep. for all the guesses, I don't, I don't know if anybody, no one picked Jesus, did they? Nope. Ugh. Yep. I wouldn't have thought it. Eugene was the easy pick. Jesus went to meet Jesus. Eugene and did. Rosita were both easy picks, I think. And right before mm-hmm. Christmas. And even yeah. Dog. Who was that? Emmeline, maybe? Or Paige? One of those Had two. I picked Dog. Picked Dog. I would have guessed Dog. That could have happened. Yeah. I didn't think it was going to happen that fast with Dog. Dogs would be later. It's got to be a, a real gut-wrencher for, uh, for uh, um, Daryl later on in the season. We haven't seen enough of Daryl and Dog enough to really get that attachment yeah of the two so they'll they'll that one won't happen yet i picked aaron right aaron could have been a you were close contender you were close i think scott yep. you had actually picked uh daryl didn't you no he picked nope. kumi what's her name oh that's right that's yumiko actually yumiko. you joked yeah. a bit at daryl at one point i think yeah but in the end really i honestly thought nobody was going to get killed tell you the truth i thought they were going to fake us out that way yeah but Anyway, what are you guys drinking? Uh, we have actually something that's very similar to what you're drinking, my friend. The Ipswich Ale Brewery Ipswich 1620. Yeah, uh, right. New England style India Pale Ale from uh, historic Ipswich, Massachusetts. And it is very good. It's a very yes. good one. Mm-hmm. And you got this, it. we got this at a, a little brew store uh, up in Pinehurst, I think. That's where you picked it up. Pinehurst, North Carolina. North Carolina. Yep. Yeah, I love it. I think it's a, hey, nothing like getting a New England-style IPA from New England, right? Yeah, that's actually a really good one. It is. I like it. What do you think, Kim? I like it a lot. Yeah, it's not too bitter, you know? Yeah, and it's not way, way way too sweet, like some of the hoppy IPAs. And not too too alcoholy either. No, no, it's actually a very good beer. By the way, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a good one. We did. Yeah, we got to spend time in North Carolina, the three of us, with our families, and that was awesome. I'm fatter. Mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I cooked a yep. damn good turkey, I might say. Yes, you did. It was absolutely fantastic. Thank you. I I loved all the food. I ate way too much. I felt sick later, and that was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> we watched some football. And then you ate some more. And then I ate some more. 
It was yes. good times. Good times. I was stealing more turkey at midnight. <laughs> good. I'm glad to hear that. I put a plate next yes. to my bed when I went to bed. Just to snack <laughs> on during the night. <laughs> Why do you have mayonnaise on your face, Dart? <laughs> Mind your business. <laughs> Move along. There's nothing to see here. Okay, so we're going to cover mid-season finale, The Walking Dead, Season 9, Episode 8, Evolution. And just to clarify, we did have our t-shirt contest, but no one guessed the correct one. It's not That was not an easy guess, as we were discussing. So Yeah, so nobody got the t-shirt. But we are going to look into making t-shirts anyways and putting them out there for you guys to buy. But um, we'll let you know when that is going to happen. And then we're going to look into doing some more contests because I think that was actually pretty fun. Mm -hmm. So we'll mm -hmm. figure out some other contests that we can do um, later on in the next half of the season. One, th one thing that makes our contest a little hard is AMC cannot seem to keep their mouths shut about letting out details of shows. I mean, come on. Really? Are you going to hide anything? Yeah, there were definitely some spoilers out there saying who, who it actually was going to be that I, I gladly did not see. But some people did write in and say, yeah, you know, actually they had already released um, that, you know, Jesus was the one that was going to bite it on this one. So. But who released it? AMC didn't. I don't know. Other Loose people, lips. those spoilery websites. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, it matter. Someone has to yeah. say something. Someone has to say something from there. I, I mean, don't they be idiots. I mean, I even, you know, one thing I, when I watched this episode tonight, and we'll talk about it more, but when I watched or the episode this week, I was watching it thinking to myself, this would be so much more fun if I had no idea about the whispers. Mm, this yes. would be so much more spooky if I yep. didn't realize, you know, if I had no prior knowledge that the whispers are coming. Yeah. Why not make that a surprise? Yep. Why can't you keep your damn mouth shut and and let this be fun? And we had a we had a listener comment on that saying that she didn't know anything about spoilers. She didn't know anything about the comic, and she was extremely excited about the entire thing. And I was like, oh, I was jealous. I was like, ah, well, see, so that would be cool. Right. That's the mm -hmm. problem, though, is that the comics exist, and so everybody out there who's yeah. read the comics, they already know what the storylines are supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, for for the big bad guys, yes, there yeah. are. Yeah. So when little Easter eggs are put in these episodes. We're already looking for them. And when we mm -hmm. see them, we're like, yay, here it comes, here it comes. So, like, we already knew that the Whispers were coming last season. Those of us who've read the yeah. comic book. So, that's where it's hard. That's where it's difficult. But, I mean, nonetheless, this episode, the way they introduced them tonight, or that night, was amazing. And it oh, was yeah. like, it went back to the scary horror movie type of scenery, and the storyline was really, like, so, caught your so, attention. So, Kim, in, so in general, what did you think of the episode itself? So, at first, I thought the episode was kind of meh, like, mm -hmm. 35 <laughs> minutes in before we got anything really exciting or interesting. So, it was really slow, but then the second half of the episode blew me away. And so I think mm -hmm. that redeemed it for me. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was great. Could have been better, but it was great. Yeah, if they were trying to build up the anticipation of something happening, they sure did wait a long time into the episode. But it, I think it was worth it. I, um, I don't know necessarily that I really got all much out of the Henry uh, side mm -hmm. of the storyline mm -hmm. during that whole thing. But man, the end was really good. 
the end of the episode mm-hmm. is very good. Um, and so I enjoyed it. And, I mean, to wrap up the first half of the entire season, they did an awesome job. And I'm very mm-hmm. excited to see what is happening with our... Now we got we have a cliffhanger. Yeah. And um, what you know what's going to happen after the Christmas holidays. Right. Into February? Right. What is it, like yes. first, second February week in February? 10th? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be a tough wait. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Scott? Hey, I mean, I, th- I thought the episode was good. Um, I... The, the, um, I thought the building of the reveal for the, um, for the, uh, whispers was brilliant because mm-hmm. they slowly built the tension off of observing that the, uh, horde mm-hmm. that was moving around and they did a really good job of it. Just little subtle differences, you know, kind of like, well, they're acting a little weird. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And you okay, know, the thing, they that, turned. the thing that caught me with that was that Daryl was concerned. Yeah. And you saw Daryl concerned, mm-hmm. and he's the one that's supposedly picking up on all the hints and right. everything. That was like, oh, okay. Right, <laughs> exactly. And and so I think they did a brilliant job of bringing that along. That's why I was almost like, ah, oh, I wish I didn't know about the whispers. This would really be cool. Um, you know, but um, I thought that part of the episode was very good. I actually thought the other storylines were interesting, but they built very slow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Henry hanging out with his friends was really drawn out long. That, yeah. that, that was just a really long storyline. The stuff with Michonne and Carol was necessary, but still long and it didn't resolve anything. Um, we still don't have any idea what the problem was. It just made just, us more intrigued about what the problem is. Right. Well, evidently whatever fine. the problem is, it's pretty deep. Yeah. And, and, but I thought the, the Negan stuff was great. Yes. I mean, him and Father Gabriel and so forth. I thought that was really good. Um, so, like I said, overall, the the uh, this, the uh, the show was really good. Um, the one thing I think that probably made it so slow is that the previous episodes building toward this one really moved fast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and so I'm not faulting them for being a little slow with this one on some of the aspects. Like you said, I think the from the the Henry one was a little excruciating in that mm-hmm. it was la- taking so long to get anywhere. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was probably probably the only one that was kind of really getting on my nerves. The yeah. uh, the other storylines were actually very interesting, and I, I thought they propelled the show forward, even if they went a little slow doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, in the Henry stuff, uh, especially when he was dealing with those other kids, it was like, okay, this is just like a remake of what they did with Fear. Mm-hmm. You remember when Alicia was in that yeah. room with the the kids that had the head? Oh, right. And it was like it was the mm-hmm. same thing. It was their little right. getaway where they were all drinking, and here they're drinking, and screwing not with smoking. The dead. Yeah, and they're screwing mm-hmm. with the dead. It was like, wow, this is like yeah. line Been for there. line. Yeah. Right. So the only difference that was that uh, Alicia looked more excited, whereas Henry wanted to kill the dead guy because they're right. you know they're not showing any respect for the dead. Okay, I got a question for you both. At what point did you realize that it was going to be Jesus? Oh, that it was going to be Jesus that finally kicked the bucket? When he actually yeah. died. Uh, really? Well, when he pushed Aaron back and was like, no, I'll take it. That was it. That's mm-hmm. all I had. Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, I had heavy suspicions well before that because they kept lingering on him all the time. You know, like when they were watching the horde and they the others walked away and he stayed there and watched them. Well, they always linger on him because of his eyes. Yes, his nah. gorgeous eyes and his hair. They do. Well, who are they going to linger on? Eugene? 
Daryl. Mm. Yeah. I mean, but no, I mean, seriously, usually when when Jesus is in a in a crowded scene with other actors and so forth, he kind of fades to the background. But here they were focusing on him. Well, you know, they were also in the dialogue in the dialogue, though, they were they were really trying to build him up as being you should be the leader of Hilltop. Right. Right. You that know, was so my point. Like, but it was like Aaron was like, you know, you need to take a leading role and all this kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I guess in hindsight, maybe. But I mean, I, didn't, I don't think it, it seemed out of ordinary that they were focusing on him to where you'd think, OK, he's dead. Yeah. I don't, it didn't seem like they were setting him up to die, I guess is what I'm saying. Oh, I, Aaron, I, I felt like they were. I felt Aaron like they were. with like the, mm-hmm. you know, karate hand. The right. what, what was it? what was the GI Joe <laughs> yeah. the GI Joe combat arm, arm? action figure action yes. yeah action grip. karate chop hand okay yep I know nothing of what I'm you speak sorry. kung fu grip <laughs> kung fu grip <laughs> everybody was kung fu fighting so now that Jesus is gone though like do you think is this going to be another one of those characters that doesn't really it doesn't really matter that he's gone. Like, it's not going right. to affect us that much. It's not it's one of not. those deep sadness type no. deaths. Uh, you know, I'm kind of surprised about it. But, but even Rick was not even one of those deaths. Mm-hmm. I think there's just so many characters on this show now. that they. I'm glad that they are starting to kill the major people off. I haven't even season. thought about how this washes out now that he's gone. I mean, with Hilltop. Yeah. Since he like, was the one that... going to take over? Tara, since she was running everything anyways. Yeah, probably. Probably. And Tara evidently has a real mad on towards Michonne. So. Yes. She is. I, you know, I, okay, so that that still was bothering me. And like you said, okay, now, or actually I think Kim said, well, now it brings up the, the, the thought, well, what is, you know, you know mm-hmm. the interest of, well, you know, what is underneath all that? Why are they so upset at each other? Mm-hmm. I was kind of feeling like I don't really care all that much. Why are they so <laughs> mad at each other? Mm-hmm. Right now, you know, like I like I feel like when we find out, mm-hmm. it better be really good. But then when we find out and it's good, I'm gonna be like, God, why did they draw that out so long? Because mm-hmm. right now it just seems really annoying. Yeah. Oh, I definitely see that writing on the wall. Yeah, I definitely see us complaining about the fact that they drew out that storyline so long. Well, because I was getting upset that is this all because of the fair now? And it's not like no. I don't think it's more than that. But I'm just saying it's mm-hmm. like I was trying to figure out like. Why are they so mad at each other? Mm-hmm. And like to the point where Carol comes out and sees Michonne and she turns around and walks away. Right. And I mean, watching it twice. The Even when she time came I, out and she, she hugged Sadiq, but she didn't hug. Yeah, uh, she didn't Michonne. hug Carol. That was, I mean, or Michonne, sorry. That, so that was like the other evidence right. uh, that Carol was not happy with her. But at the same time, I was like, so who's mad at who? Like right now, I got, they're both mad at each other, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, I think uh, Tara reconfirmed that the whole Hilltop community is mad at Michonne. I actually like that they went this way because I guess as a fan, we would think that since they were all friends when all of this started, when, you know, when they went to Alexandria, that they would support each other this whole Mm -hmm. long six years that we haven't seen them. And to come back and see that, no, something really bad has happened and they're all really pissed or irritated at Michonne, and she is such a separatist and doesn't want anything to do, really, with Hilltop or Kingdom, to the point where Kingdom sounds like it's pretty much on its last leg at this point, and it's falling apart around them, and they are keeping themselves together just by their their the luck 
But well, there's something that's sparking a catastrophe slowly happening at Kingdom. It sounds yeah. like yeah, and 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 we know that the sanctuary has fallen. So to know that that our people were not as close throughout this six long years that we would have expected them to be, mm-hmm. I think that's kind of interesting. Well, not only were they not close, but there those, but seeing some of them, there's open hostility still right. after six yeah, years. Yeah, right. And and that explains also, in my opinion, why Daryl wouldn't want anything to do with any of them. Like screw mm-hmm. all of y'all, I'm going out into the fields and I'm just going to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And at this point, you're like, yeah, I can't blame you. But, I mean, is it supposed to be stemming from something that we saw that was ignited before Rick's death? I mean, was it stemming from... I mean, because, okay, when Maggie was there at Hilltop, she was already kind of pissed off with um, uh, Alexandria trying to get all this food and stuff for the Saviors, right? Right. And the Saviors all got disbanded. They all took off on their own. Rick's dead. And I'm not still not understanding why Michonne um, secluded Alexandria so much. Or, I mean, part of it is, were they just secluded because of the bridge? Or she seemed to, and this may be stemming from what you were saying, Scott, last episode, that she was doing it on purpose to save mm-hmm. their own. Right. And that pissed Kim off when I pointed that out. I said, Scott was right. <laughs> <laughs> that Alexander, that Michonne was trying to, to you know seclude them from everybody else. So I, it has know. to do. It it really it feels like it has to do something with because um, because you remember before Rick died, Michonne was was working hard to try to get something going with Maggie, right? And Maggie was being being the the negative Nally the whole time, and. Um, because but what I'm saying is, I guess, in a roundabout way, is that Michonne seems to be playing the part of Maggie now. In a yes. Way. Actually, I think because I, she's I, saying we got to protect, we got to protect Alexandra. Sure, sure. And that's why Maggie I also was like, think, "I got to protect Hilltop." Right, but I, I, I also wonder if the fact that um, there was such a divide that Rick wouldn't come to the help, or Maggie wouldn't come to the help of Rick while Rick is trying to get these communities together, if Michonne is blaming Maggie and Hilltop for causing everything to fracture, and maybe she doesn't want to have anything to do with Hilltop because of that. Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe even so far as is, is um, blaming Maggie for, um, for uh, Rick's death. Or, mm-hmm. you know, because the whole fracturing of the communities is what brought upon Rick's death over that bridge and Michonne was working hard to try to, to bring the communities together under one law and so forth. And Maggie just kept butting her head up against her. Mm -hmm. I think it has something to do with Michonne and Maggie more than anything. Mm -hmm. I do too. And I wonder if the X marks on Michonne and Daryl have something to do with it too. Oh yeah. That's the other question that was not, that we don't have an answer to what the hell's going on with all that. I still think it's like some sort of organ swap going on. I'm sorry, I don't. They don't have any way of doing organ swaps. They like don't have trading patches. that technology. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have that technology My to do that. My kidney's gone bad. I need yours. Give it to me. Sadiq's yeah, pretty good. Sadiq's like, pretty that good. good. Yeah. He needed somebody to practice on. So, um, you guys tired of your kidneys? You want to swap them? <laughs> kidneys here. Kidneys at the fair. Maybe they we got your the kidneys. Uh huh. 
I like mine sauteed. Uh. <laughs> so anyways, that was a lot of discussion over something that I said at the beginning that I'm not sure that it's really even going to pan out to be that important. But it's kind of bothering me right now. I think it, I actually think it will. I think it will. I And I agree, or I, I do think, Kim, that those, those uh, scars have something to do with it. I think we're going to, I think it's going to be a very important storyline in the next part of the season. Yeah. The good thing is, the thing I am enjoying, though, out of this is that Kim can't say, well, what happened in the comic book was. Nice. Yes, that's true. <laughs> but, but I think it's, you know, it's pretty interesting leading into the next half because there is strife between the three groups. And now they're facing a threat that's going to affect all of them once again. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have to come back together to fight this. Oh, hey, let me let me let me put this in there, too, Kim, because it, it actually kind of plays a little bit into this. And it just occurred to me. It's possible, maybe, that the strife between the hilltop and between Alexandria is causing the problems at the kingdom. Yeah, I agree. Kingdom with that. is desperate for trade. Because they're having problems there, and the fact that those two communities have separated themselves from everybody is what is causing the problems in in uh, kingdom, mm-hmm. and that's why the kingdom is having that fair. They mm-hmm. want to get the communities back together again. They want to have everybody meet somewhere and trade. Right. Um, they're desperate for that, and that's why they're so desperate to get Alexandria there. It doesn't work unless Alexandria comes too. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So. That's where the kingdom's uh, failings are coming from, I think. Yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with you, Scott. Yep. And one thing, you know, I, we had brought up about um, just geographically where these people are in relation. Kingdom and um, Hilltop and Saviors were all obviously in very similar, close region to each other. Yeah. Because yep. that's where Negan kind of had his command over those two. Whereas Alexandria was probably off a little bit on its own. Right. Yeah. Uh, between yeah, them and probably Oceanside, I would guess. Yeah. That makes sense. So now that Negan's out, though. Dun, dun, dun. Which, uh, you know, going back to um, what you were saying about, you know, knowing too much about, like, the whispers in the comic book. It was interesting to hear that Kirkman said that Negan actually did not leave his cell. Mm-hmm. In the comic. In the comic. Right. So now we have a completely new dynamic. Right. right. And and you and you could tell, I mean, that was the dilemma when he came out of there is I think he fully expected to go pick up the ball, turn around and go right back into the cage. Mm-hmm. I do too, yeah. But he kind of looked at it and then that snide look came over his face. Uh-huh. He dropped the ball and walked away. Yeah. Uh-huh. So um I thought that was interesting. I, I fully did expect him to turn around and walk back into that cage, to tell you the truth. I really didn't think he was going to leave. Not after the way he left it with Father Gabriel, because he was actually being very sympathetic to Father Gabriel's yeah. plight with yep. with Rosita. So uh, mm-hmm. I kind of expected that he would just turn around and go right back in. He's teasing the crap out of him until he heard that something's actually wrong. You could see in his face that he actually felt bad for yeah. him. Right. Right. And Genuinely. I think, I think that he's actually changed as a person. I think that he actually has a conscience now. And... and um, I'm hoping that we'll see a different Negan, even though we'll he's see. trying to return to his old ways. But when he goes back to Sanctuary and sees that everybody's gone, you know. I have a feeling he knows they're all gone. Yeah. He probably does because everybody's talking about yeah. it around him. Yeah, well, not only that, he hasn't seen anybody from Sanctuary around the Alexandria. 
which means they're not in contact with whoever's at sanctuary one way or another. Because mm-hmm. he would he would have heard that through his, through his television set in the wall. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, I I've I wonder if I wonder if Negan's plight will come down to whether he has Lucille or not. Because mm. I don't I don't necessarily believe that Lucille was thrown away. No. And if Negan doesn't have Lucille, maybe he doesn't go psycho again. But if he does find Lucille, then we could, could be looking at bad Negan coming back. Yeah. yeah, I feel like the first part of his little journey is going to be to find Lucille. Although, when they showed him at the end of the episode, he's walking towards, I guess it was Michonne's house with the shovel in his hand. Like, mm-hmm. what is he doing with the shovel in his hand? Is he going to go hurt her? Or, does, what, what, like, what's his reasoning behind that? He was going to work in her garden. Possibly. First thing he did when yep. he got out. Yep. Go work in the garden. But the other He's point, planting seeds, Kim. He's planting seeds. Oh, he's definitely doing that. But the other point that I wanted to make is that after all this time, or throughout all this time, the people of Alexandria who are actually looking after him, taking care of him, feeding him, changing his bedpans, that sort of thing, I get the feeling that they've kind of relied on him as kind of a sounding board as such because... They know he's not going anywhere, mm-hmm. and but he's also a very intelligent person. So if they can uh, offload all of their emotions and all of their strife onto him and have him there as kind of like a counselor, so to speak. So now he like... An evil counselor. An right. evil counselor, but yet he's there and, he, and he's... Said some intelli- very intelligent like you say, I think you're right. It's an intelligent sounding board. It's obviously obviously been the case with Father Gabriel because if Father if he had been cruel and mean to Father Gabriel the whole time, Father Gabriel probably wouldn't be in there trying to teach him meditation techniques. Well, well yeah, but the first you know, t- yeah, but Father Gabriel's trying to break through his hard outer. Yeah, hard well, no, exterior. I get that, I get that, but he wouldn't be still doing that after six years if right. he wasn't getting something out of it over time. And then also, as soon as <laughs> Father Gabriel, you know, when Father Gabriel's mad about the about him teasing him about the bedpan, Father Gabriel just offloads on him about the fact that Rosita's hurt and he can't get to her. He gave him a lot of information in that little spiel. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and yeah, but the scene before that when he was down there and trying oh, to talk to him. Oh, he was being incredibly him. cruel. Yeah, and Negan was being extremely cruel and you could see Gabe leave, go up the steps and you could just see the frustration in his face like, damn it, like... He he was he kept trying to get through to him, mm-hmm. and he that's when the stuff happened with Rosita. That was where he had hit a boiling point, and it was so, the bad stuff was happening in his life to where you know Negan finally understood. His, oh, yeah, something, he was something else is wrong here. Well, what my, happened to her? My point though is that he's got a lot of information, not only from the people who have spoken directly to him, but also from all of the conversations he's heard outside his window. Mm-hmm that have been very candid. And he it's not going to take long for him to catch up and for him to reconnect with all of these, um, all of the people in Alexandria or even um, in Kingdom or Hilltop. So I guess what I'm saying is I'm really excited to see how he interacts with these people now that he has insider information, but also has had six years to... to to change. Well, if there's right. strife between the communities, it's easy pickings for him to try and get people to turn down his side. Yeah. 
and if there's any other saviors that are still left over, which we know that there are in uh, Hilltop, right? Yeah. There are some in Hilltop, yeah. yes. So. Like Alden. Mm-hmm. But, yep. I mean, he's going to have to come up against the Whispers as well. So how does he fight the Whispers? How does he interact with the Whispers with a group that is more evil and more cruel than he is? Well, I don't even know. We haven't even seen how if they're more evil or cruel yet at this point. We just know they're mm-hmm. more gross. Yes. Because they put zombie faces on. <laughs> but they might be, like, right on par with Negan at this point. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a real uh, conversation maker when you go to parties. But oh, uh, yeah. I don't yeah. I don't think that's something you want to do all the you time. You just, like, lift the mask. It's, it's me, Jack. <laughs> oh, I thought you were a zombie. Can I have a straw, please? Yeah. <laughs> I just liked how Kim was always saying... Uh, can you tell which ones are the whispers? The the ones that look like they have the masks on. I was like, they all have masks on right now. <laughs> the only one you can tell, I mean, right off the bat, was the one at the very beginning who turns his head and looks yes. one way. Yes. Yeah, but his, but his, the, that was still like. But he, but if had I not, on. if had I not known about whispers, no, I would you not have guessed that at that. You point. You would just thought it was a really creepy walker. Yes. Exactly. And and, uh, going, and then I would have wanted to really go back and watch the episode and see what I missed, yeah. but no. I mean, you're right. It would be it would have been awesome to not know because all of those little bits and pieces that led up to that end scene were like, wow. And the second time that you watch it, you pick up on even more of those little bits yeah. and pieces. Well, how freaked out uh, Eugene is, and how freaked out right. um, Rosita. Rosita is. Like no 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 like yeah she she healed up pretty quick. Rosita got pretty well pretty (laughs) pretty damn fast. She jumped right out of that bed. (laughs) She's she's waking up from a coma and yeah. I mean hopefully that she didn't go out right. It was a sleep number (laughs) mattress I think she just must have been. So uh, but serenity now serenity now folks. (laughs) Oh yeah yeah. Okay so the herd. Yes. So the the idea being, just back to the basics of our walkers here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they herd together because they're attracted by all the noise, right? Yeah. Right. So, But they don't mill about in one area. They move. They I know. Move in my, I guess one of my questions is, how do the whispers... It was interesting at the end to see that there was quite a few of them in mm-hmm. the group, but right. how do the whispers actually control their direction? Yeah. They turn them. By just moving, by having a series of them in that group, bumping that moves. them in one direction, because it couldn't be the just whispering like, they're doing is communicating like between each other. Exactly. Walkers. Yeah, I understand that. But so, it, but when the the <laughs> walkers turn, be like, what the hell is that? There's whispering. I mean, they're taking a they're taking a risk. <laughs> taking a risk. But they're they're bouncing up against them and push them in a direction. And uh, some loud ass whispering. Tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But the whisp the whispering sounds a lot like the the sound that the 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 walkers make so it doesn't give them away and they've got walker skin on them so i guess that hides any scent they may have i I, like i said at the beginning i i really love the way they built it up i mean they kept looking at it you know every time you would go back to daryl and jesus and aaron it would be something looked a little bit strange and then another time looked a little bit more ominous and but they did they had never at any point forced it down your throat mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. this was this was a complete completely weird change which gave credibility to the fact that again had i not known about the whispers when when uh eugene starts talking about how they may have evolved 
And I thought it was fascinating, He, you know, that when they said, oh, that's stupid, you know, that couldn't have happened. He's like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? He says, the only way we can kill these things is by crushing their cranium. Right. And he said, which means the brain is still alive doing something. So so why why could that not be that they evolved mm-hmm. and they're not learning? And then even then, you know, at that point, Aaron chimed in and said, yeah, they could be learning, not just communicating, but lear- learning strategy. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, that really, to me made it interesting to find out what the hell was really going on here. Because at that point, you wouldn't have known that there's there are these whispers in there even then. You just know that this this horde is this uh, is, is moving in weird ways. You know, it's coming back and checking places out. I could very well see in this show that it was that that they were evolving and starting to speak and so forth like that. And that's what was happening. Mm-hmm. So and that whole credible idea lasted all of one scene. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're but, right. but but it was okay. I mean, they didn't they never really had they never felt they did a good job with the writing in that they didn't feel they had to hammer it into our heads. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. They 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 let it come slowly, let it come organically to to lead us to that brilliant conclusion in the cemetery which oh my god, thank you for going back to classic horror. Same. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the Lord. best scene of the entire yeah. series, I think. Yep, I think it, uh, it. I really love the getting back to that. Uh, the real true horror images of cemeteries and zombies and fog, fog and nighttime yeah. and noises amazing. in the woods and so forth. Thought that was crazy and, and Eugene's crying because uh, <laughs> that would have been me. Yep. No, I mean that scene reminded me of the scene when oh shit, Sophia when Sophia comes out of the barn doors yep. in season three. Nobody knows it's getting ready to happen. It's totally different from the comic book. And it's one of those shocker moments that you'll never forget. And this scene was that plus more. Right. Well, and yeah, I mean, it was it was almost, uh, you know, a little cheesy when Jesus decides to be the martyr and sacrifice himself. For sure. But when the walker dodges him, that was like, oh, damn. Like that was probably the best. Yeah, that was probably the best because that's when you realize, like, shit. Yeah, how are we gonna fight this from now on? Shit just changed. Yeah, because now they're fighting back. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed, and I thought it was it was you know the first time I saw it, I was like, oh yeah, that's pretty cheesy about uh, you know uh, Jesus going back to fight him. But I don't know if you noticed. I noticed it more the second time I watched it. Jesus has a smile on his face when he goes back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's having fun. Yep, he's having fun slicing these guys up. So he was going back to have some more fun, and that's when, you know, you got to see the real kung fu fighting going on. Well, I mean, yeah, he was like, it was easy for him, obviously. I mean, that was like he was in his element. He was able to take all those guys out, and uh, and he was was completely confident that he wasn't stuck there. Right, Mm -hmm. exactly. But when that, again, when that one ducked, it was like, whoop, there you go. Oh, my. (laughs) There it is. Oh, my. (laughs) Pop goes the weasel. (laughs) But uh, there were a few of those moments that I think, like you said, they built it up slowly, Mm -hmm. like with Daryl in the field. And he's like, and he he admits, yeah, they don't do that. You know, that is weird. Right. Or when they're talking about, um, you know, the brain maybe having some ability to evolve. And then Daryl sends him one way and goes and hides on top of that roof. And he's trying to draw him with the firecrackers. And yet he notices they all turn. Right. And even with the dog barking, he's telling the dog to stop barking at that point, right. which I almost kind of was wondering why he was telling him to stop barking. The one barking. thing I but, do have to question, though, on that is why would the um, 
why would the whispers have them go in that direction when there's obviously somebody up the street there? Because I think I mean, they realize that Daryl is a a good fighter. You know what I mean? I guess they, they realize that there was a distraction because I think they probably they may have had scouts. Who knows? That saw the other mm-hmm. guys move ahead for you know forward. So um, I mean, it wouldn't be I wouldn't think it'd be beyond them to have some people that are scouting. Yeah, right, because they're using the uh, walkers as a weapon. It's, you know. Yeah. So, and camouflage. Yeah, camouflage. And uh, so, you know, why not have a few people that are seeing where these other people are going? Mm-hmm. So, because when they get all around the cemetery, you hear them all surrounding, and they are all right. like, don't let them leave, don't let them get out. There's other ones, you know, they're trapped inside here, and none of them gotten out You're yet. surrounded. You're surrounded. But even, like, the last episode, I guess it was, when Rosita and... Eugene were starting to run from them, and they were still at the the tower where Eugene put the the receiver. Yeah, um, yeah. And the herd had been going one direction, but by the time they got to the tower, the herd had changed directions and was right. coming back towards them. It's like, okay, well, how did if the herd had already passed, how did the herd know that Eugene and Rosita were even out there? Because mm-hmm. they were so far away at that point. Well, why the hell is the herd out there milling in the middle of a field in the first place at the start of the episode? Like. They're obviously not finding, they're not finding anything, so. Yeah. Right. And they have to keep the herd moving. The herd is not going to stop. They just keep them busy. Right. So they're just wandering around in circles. Must be tiring. Yes, That's it what must I was thinking. Be. And when do they use the bathroom? Well, you, I think, you know, I guess you would just kind of fade into the woodwork. Yeah. And then fade back into the herd. Yeah. You go, Tony, I gotta go pee. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> <laughs> I'm going on my break. I'm going on watch, my break. Watch my line. Watch my line. <laughs> they have whispers that come in and tag guys out every now and then. Exactly. <laughs> Go have lunch. <laughs> There's a sack in the woods. <laughs> Sandwiches. No, you know, <laughs> one, of, one of the scariest. <laughs> one of the scariest parts of that cemetery scene was split second after Jesus died or was, you know, stabbed and they break and all of a sudden you see like six or seven whispers come. Yeah. Come running in. You see them all start running in and I was like, oh crap, they're screwed now. I didn't realize there were that many there because you kept saying, oh look, it's beta or alpha, your comic book references, damn it. And all of a sudden I see like five or six of them running in. I was like, oh shit, there's a bunch of them in there. That's not good. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they yep. killed them all. I was like, oh, well, they weren't very hard. Well, they, yeah, I was going to say, they weren't very good <laughs> fighters, that's for sure. I mean, they ran right into the swords and the knives and so forth. Well, they, can, yeah, they you know, I, I, I would guess they're probably not doing so well. We're in that dead walker stuff on their face all the time. I mean, think about that. That's got to really smell. They must dry them out so it's more well, like it's a baseball Well, it's got to itch glove. a little bit, too. Yeah, I mean, and you then might have the chafing. Thing, the thing is sewed up the back. Do you think they have moisturizer? Oh, Ugh. Yeah, and you know, with it, they can't like actually <laughs> sew it onto their face though, like that. It's probably just so it, they probably just fit it over their head. Well, be. I hope so because you wouldn't want that on you for an extended period of time. Yeah. Because I mean, let's go back to Fear of the Walking Dead. The whole dynamic has changed of putting the guts on you and the blood on you. Are right. you gonna get sick? Or are you not gonna get sick? If you have it all over you like that, it's that close to your skin. If you have an open wound, are we to believe? that you're going to get sick or not. Well, it's obvious, though, that they keep those skins on a lot because they wouldn't be sewed on like that. 
You know, I mean, if you if it were something you took off when you went to bed at night, you probably would be looking at just strapping it on or something mm-hmm. like that. No, that was sewed on. Yeah. Um, so well, that's why I was wondering. I was wondering the if they actually sew it at that point, yeah. like, or is it just because you know Daryl saw that it was stitched at the back, so he cut some stitches and then pulled it off because he didn't no, know it what it was like, at that point. You know. Yeah. No, I so. think it, I think they were I think they were purposely showing that it's sewn on. So they gear uh, up and fact, they sew it on their face on their heads. Yeah. Matter of fact, Stu, if you look at the preview to next season, one of them they show a couple of them looking over a fence at some of the uh, some hilltop. of the hilltop folks and you can see they all have stitches on the back of their heads on all of them so yeah but they could have just stitched them just so they could stay tight on their face at the time <laughs> i mean they're not going to bed with that thing on like they probably moisturize it you know it's probably yeah, stretchy it's, gross. Mm-hmm. it's like a little stretchy you got to work it a little bit yeah, you, you do. do. Yeah. You so, put a baseball on it, put it underneath your mattress. Yes, exactly. Get some <laughs> of that glow softballs. cream. <laughs> right, right. But, the, like, the other question is, where is their camp? Where is home base for these guys, and how many are there? They're, yeah, I mean, I think they're, There's like, obviously women in the group, too, so are there Well, they have to the be group? nomadic if they're following around these herds, Yeah, right? I think these guys are like sharks. They never stop. They just okay. keep walking around all the time. Mm-hmm. If they stop, they die. They've got to be able to rest, though, guys. These no, are human beings. That's what I'm saying. There, there's enough, they have to eat. There's obviously a bunch of these guys, so they're, I mean, they're probably, yeah, they're probably taking shifts. I know we're joking about it, but, yeah, they got to be. Mm-hmm. They got to, like Scott says, you kind of disappear out of the back side of there and, you know, go take a potty break, have a cigarette real quick. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Get your okay. game on. Go to, the, go to the crafts table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, I mean, that's the good thing is they already are making whisperers constantly because right. they could just be like, OK, we need a, you guys are whisperers. You're just regular zombies. And they're like, OK, cool. Some of them get the black teeth. Some of them don't. Exactly. Because that's the exactly. only real difference between them. Yeah. They were all wearing like a dark shirt with white uh, button down on top, too. So it's like, why? Are, yeah. Why are all these walkers dressed relatively the same? Were they really? Yeah, when you look at the uh, graveyard scene, there's like five or six of them. They all have like white white button downs on. Okay, so that's interesting. So maybe that's how they all tell each other apart. Oh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. That's a that's a good point. Maybe, maybe so. Because otherwise, how would you? I mean, because like even Michonne, when she looks at her katana at the end and it, she notices red blood, which oh I guess yeah, you had right, yeah, out. there was, she actually looked at the katana because there was blood on it. Not yeah, she was fascinated by the goo. fact that there was not actual goo. blood on it. It's like how do you tell who is the real one or not? Yeah, because you can't just kill everybody and be like, oh, sorry, didn't know. Well, I think that's also part of the whispering is, is that you, Eddie? You yeah. know, uh, you're whispering Why'd you out just to stab say. Me? <laughs> Get off my foot. <laughs> Shamble, stop walking. Did you guys see that meme on Facebook already about <laughs> Scooby Doo and they're like those meddling kids and the guys taking the, oh, the, the mask, mask off the oh, whisperer's mask off? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. That is good. Uh, nice. Nice. That was awesome. <laughs> All right, I think we should go ahead and take a break. And, uh, and we will be back in a minute for more stuff. Brave men fall with the battle cry. Tears fill the eyes of their loved ones and their brothers and arms. So it went for Joseph Warren. It should have been different. It could have been easy. 
country unborn is brave and it's brave like wildfire and we're back um hey i want to mention one thing um i don't know if if kirkman intended to do this or not but the you know the whispers is actually a stolen idea from the native americans where they had spirits evil spirits would kill a victim take off their skin put the skin on and then walk amongst men and they were called they were called skin talkers, I think. Skin or, walkers. Skin walkers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were they would haunt other men based on that. They would they would try to get them to do evil deeds. I do know about skin walkers. I don't know the whole story behind them, but yeah, I wonder if he did have something like if he had that in mind when he put this story together, because uh, would skin walkers and Native American lore would they i mean like what would they do were they just haunt people like would they well, they were they were like you said they're spirits though right they weren't actually spirits. just like yeah they, they would make like, them do something that was bad or what yeah they would try to influence people to do bad things huh anyway. like we, like weekend at bernie's right exactly okay. carry around Whoa. a dead guy yep <laughs> well oh, that's what that that jeepers creepers was like that and i think it was like the the monster would um, come to life every twenty-one years or twenty-something yeah. years. What you know, something like that. And it would go around and it would kill people and then use like parts of their bodies to recreate its own body mm-hmm. before it would go dormant again. Right. No. But he could fly. And he was a spirit, and he was kind of crazy. And he was awesome. Yeah, he did, he could fly. He could fly. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, you haven't seen that movie? Uh, I guess You've got to see it. It's yeah. like one of the best cheesy teenager movies that you've uh-huh. ever seen. But it's actually got pretty decent effects. Like it's scary. Sc- scary horror effects. Okay. I'll, I'll go back and watch that one. I know what you're talking about. I just never watched it because I always thought it was a cheesy teen horror flick. It's classic horror elements. Yeah. It's I mean, really they're good. like, I don't even know where they are, but they're like out in South Dakota or something. It's like corn country. Mm-hmm. And you know it's like a bus of kids, and the thing is like attacking them, and it's really okay. good. All right, I'll get, I'll get that. I'll do that. It's, a, it's good, scary enough. All right. Yeah. Excellent. It's a lot better than Scream. <laughs> <laughs> Same audience though. <laughs> also deals with a mask. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. true. That's very true. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's go ahead and get into our hits and misses. How about that? Kim, Excellent. Lead us out. Okay. My hit, of course, is the fight scene at the end in the cemetery. I thought it was absolutely amazing. It was, in my opinion, one of the scariest scenes that we've seen in the entire series. They brought all of the classic elements together that we've already mentioned. Fog, darkness, cemetery, zombies. How much more frightening can you get? This is true. And it it was awesome to see that type of element in... The Walking Dead, which we haven't seen maybe ever or in a very long time. So mm-hmm. I was very excited. Yeah, I agree. Stu? One of my hits, which is kind of an odd one, because I, 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 the biggest hit for me was actually the Whisperer buildup. But one of the, I would say the big hit for me was when Negan said that he had everything he needed in the cell. And mm-hmm. it was just that tennis ball. Tennis right. ball and the baseball glove. And his, and his TV. And his wall. TV. And his TV. He was just That's happy right. that he had everything. He, he didn't need to go anywhere uh-huh. else. Right. 
Right. And that, exactly. but that tennis ball was a, like a big symbol for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was something so, you could do. But when it left the cell, oh, that was crushing. Yeah. He it was all like, has oh, to shit. go back to baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that was my hit. Okay, cool. I like that. Let me preface this by saying I do have an honorable mention on this, but I want to, <gasps> but I want to piggyback on what Kim said. You know okay. what? Um, it's um, it's a mid-season finale. You can have an honorable mention. All right. The, the fact that, um, I thought, I think part of the fact that made that last scene so good in the cemetery though, again, where I would put my real hit on it is the build up to it. I thought it was done really well. I mean, it built the tension of that really exploded in that last scene. Mm-hmm. Um, the slow way they kept watching the oddity of the, of the herd change, um, and, and their, their moments of discovery as they go along just really brought out the horror of escaping into that cemetery and being trapped. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the, the, the herd kept following them and yeah. they couldn't figure out why. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that was brilliant. Yeah. And when Daryl tries, Daryl tries to, you know, get their attention, but he's helpless. Mm-hmm. Yep. He just, he has to yep. watch them just walk away because they can't do anything. Yep. Exactly. And even when Michonne and, Yumiko and Magna show up at the end too. It's uh-huh. like okay, we we think that we're safe, but we're not because they're still here and they're still whispering. And they yeah. they've and got Daryl a Daryl shows up them. also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So forth. Yeah. That was um, crazy creepy. My my honorable mention was a really small thing, but it did crack me up. At the scene when um, our new group was being brought to the hilltop in the wagon, and. Everybody had to dump their weapons. I thought it was hilarious how many weapons Sadiq had. He was pulling guns and knives out of every pocket and down his sleeve and everything else. I was thinking, <laughs> that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. And the best was when Magna was like, we just got these back. Yeah. And then she's like, fine. throws hers over the edge. Yep. That was hilarious. All right. What was your miss, Kim? Um, my miss is the, the Henry and teenager storyline. Mm-hmm. While I understand some of the symbolism behind it, I think the execution was very poor. And mm-hmm. I will give teenagers a break in terms of acting quality, but it was a little um, like fingernails on a chalkboard. It was, yeah, it was, no, like it was unnecessary. Yeah. And... Um, I think for this particular episode, it was not needed at all. Yeah. No. Well, when they're no. like, oh, you're looking bored down there. Come on up. And that you knew, like, they, they weren't up to any good. Although, I, I would say the one saving grace was when they did reveal that walker that was in the pit. Uh-huh. And the girl walked away. Yeah. Right. You know, right. which I thought was good because it wasn't like all three of them were in on all that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, the ring toss, really? You couldn't think of something else to do with well, it? Yeah, ring shot, toss, really? Shot arrows at the poor guy. I know, but someone went through the work of making rings to be like, all right. We're going to toss them on, their, on her head. Yeah. Now, who's going to get them? But yeah. the thing that the thing that <laughs> surprises and shocks me is that they've got this zombie in this pit for, they said, six months. And they've obviously been going outside of the walls for longer than six months. Nobody's noticed. Tara and how crazy she is about security didn't notice any of this stuff. Their well, parents didn't notice. Maybe they did. Maybe they were letting the kids indulge it. 
because the kids had to have some kind of outlet. You know, they they may have they may have they may have seen it and looked the other way. Um, I kind of feeling you know that letting the kids have a clubhouse or something like that. I don't think. See, the thing about it is, I don't think that these communities are constantly under attack anymore. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they don't. They're very lax. I mean, if you look at Hilltop, all most of their farming's outside the gates. Yeah. You know, when they made that announcement, the riders were coming. Everybody was running from the farm. They did freak fields. out when they they're like horses. They're like horses. Right. Riders are coming. Right. And I think most of they have guards on duty and so forth. So they probably feel somewhat secure there. Yeah, but these kids are going over the gates at mm-hmm. night by themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't right. think I would be very happy about that. That no. was my kid. But who knows? Maybe it saves them from having to deal with teen angst inside the compound. And also, where are they getting the electricity from to play records and have lights on and all that stuff? Well, kids are inventive. I don't know. Ugh. Don't ask me these stupid questions. It was just silly. Yes, it was. No, Solar panels. What was your miss? Uh, my miss was the Michonne thing. It just seemed bothersome to me. Just to have, you know, just having this, the confusion as to who's angry at who and, mm-hmm. um, you know, what, it, it just seemed kind of annoying to me that right. this was going on without any real, because I, I, again, I don't know if it was something that's supposed to be left over from something we're already supposed to know is happening. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, that's really annoying. <laughs> right. Um, but it just doesn't need to no, be I, I think it's something so that we will right be now. revealed, that will yeah. be revealed to us at a later date. Yeah, I mean, I, I get you. My 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 miss was actually both of yours in some ways. It was the slow go of, of some of the storylines and the fact that we got nowhere further with the Michonne storyline. Yeah. You know, they could have revealed some of what happened to cause this divide. Yes. Before they went into the break. It wouldn't have it wouldn't have hurt them to give give away some of it. They don't have to give the particulars of what happened, but they could have said Maggie was, you know, you shouldn't have assassinated or tried to assassinate Maggie, or you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have tried to burn down Hilltop because of what happened, you know, blah, 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 whatever, you know, they could have given away a little bit more information on the thing other than people are just mad. There could have been a pissed off snide remark from Carol or Tara mm-hmm. or something right. that hinted at something that actually happened. Right. Well, you shouldn't have other the other than the fact, on fire. Yeah. Other than the fact that, Oh, you're not sending a contingent to the fair. Right. Well, the interesting thing, though, is when Michonne interacted with Carol, Michonne had a smile on her face and was, like, genuinely happy to see Carol. And Carol was like, yeah, not so much. Like, back off. And then Uh when Michonne approached the walls for Hilltop, they put the total break on her. Like, we know who you are, but we're not playing your game and you're not allowed in here. Right. Unless yeah, you pass the test. Well, it also sounded kind of, like Carol was expressing the fact that Michonne has something to apologize for. Yeah. Something big. Because Michonne did say, I think, to some of the fact that they want me to reconcile this, but it won't be the way they want. Right. Or something like that. And the guys that are watching Guard don't know who Michonne is? Mm-hmm. Seems yeah. a little weird. No, they know who Michonne is. They know exactly who she is. That's what I'm saying. But but they treat her with kid gloves. Yeah. They keep her at a distance. They all seem irritated with her, is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Right. The whole community is. Shun did something bad. We'll find out. But I agree that they, they could have they could have thrown in a little bit more info in there yeah. for uh, to stir our imaginations. Listener comments. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. 
Paige Vaughn said, no, not Jesus. The introduction of the Whisperers was pretty great. I'm curious if being locked up for so long has changed Negan at all, or if he'll just go back to the same old asshole he was before. For the first time in a long time, I cannot wait until the show comes back. Same here. So excited. Melissa McClure uh, said, so the group in the cemetery, they've killed many a walker in their time. Wouldn't one of them had noticed the non-mushy texture of the pretend walkers? See, that's what I said, too. Because well, it's not going to be so easy for their knives to go through their skulls because they're not squishy anymore. Yeah, they're but do you, you have to hard. be stabbing them at that point? Huh? But what? But still, I, would, I guess what I don't get with... I, they already knew about them by the time that they would have found that out. They didn't kill any any uh, um, whispers before they found out that there was... She's saying in whisper. the cemetery. Right. But of course they right. knew there was a difference. They were stunned by it. But no, I don't think she's saying... No. I don't think she's saying like that they're... Wouldn't they notice that they're not butterheads like we've said before? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They, because but I think, I think what they she's did saying... Notice. I think what she's saying is that the non, like, their faces would not be, like, you know, taut or something like that, right? No, she's I think texture, she's... texture, guys. Yeah, like, she's talking about that they would... But I do think that they were surprised by it. I mean, that's why... Yeah. Let me, well, that, let me put well, it this way. Was let me put it this way. Surprised. They, she had well, blood the, on the katana. Right. That was and red also, blood. And also, they had killed right? walkers. Why would Daryl be examining walkers? He would have no interest in in walkers that he had just killed. Mm-hmm. But Daryl was down there examining the walkers to see if there was something peculiar about it. They all noticed that there was a difference. They noticed there was a difference because they're they're talking, and one right. just killed right. Jesus. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So, and there's blood on the katana. Right. So, what's your point? Uh, I don't even know anymore. <laughs> well, he uh, what he did notice was the stitches. So it wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily, and I, I guess okay. Well, he so was being, down there examining it for reasons too. It wasn't yeah. just for the stitches. I mean, I think he realized there was something very weird about the situation. No, I th- I think what, what 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 my point is, they're not going to know if if it's a consistency with the the head material with getting a knife through the body. They're not going to notice until they actually have the fight, and yeah, they're going to notice. Right. Yes, I I think they did. Did not see like a facial reaction towards like, why is my knife not going through their head? I don't even know if we saw them trying to interact with the head. We just saw people getting stabbed in the back. Mm-hmm. That's a backstabbing. I'm more so, worried about what Melissa's point was. Not yours so much. Well, her <laughs> point could go either way. I, I think, I think you're seeing her point a little bit more than Scott is. Always. Idiots. That's true. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Laura LaVarnway, Jesus fight scene was incredible, but sad to see him go. Same. Yep. And I will true. miss his beautiful, beautiful eyes. Let's move on he, to the I, next comment. I think he even said that um, he didn't feel that his character met its potential. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I would agree. The actor, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, since his since his introduction, this whole thing about you know one thing that um, I think we were discussing something about the the scene with um, Aaron talking to him about the fact that he thought he would be a good leader. One of the thoughts that went through my head is, what makes you say that? He's because always been the sidekick. 
he, he he's never been one that was a leader. Yeah. He's he's always avoided people. That's why he would go out and find people all the time. So what what quality makes him seem like uh, he's good looking? Um, well, he know. always yeah, but he was always the one that they went to to talk to about you know what would yeah. be a good thing for the people. He was a sounding board. He was a sounding yeah. board, but he wasn't he wasn't a, a leader. But he was a sounding respect. board because he knew the right answers and he was intelligent. He, Yes, but he didn't necessarily want to deliver that or take the responsibility of delivering right. that. I think right. that was the, the one thing that was keeping him from being the leader. Right. Yeah, and I just, yeah, I guess I just didn't see where Aaron would have seen that uh, leadership quality in him. Yeah. Unless something had changed in the six years. I mean, he did get elected, so. Joe Johnson said, So now that I've had a chance to process, I think the beef between Hilltop and Alexandria has to do with Rick's death. Michonne somehow found out about Maggie's plan to kill Negan and believes that this is the sole cause of Rick's death. As a result, Michonne seeks revenge, gets caught and punished by Maggie or Hilltop by being branded with the X mark. Yes. I'm guessing Daryl, too, mm. for trying to stop Hilltop from torturing her. Mm. Huh. Mm. That's good. Mm. Maggie would brand somebody? <clears throat> hmm. uh, well, she hung somebody. Yep. Maggie's but about these justice. Are, these are her people. She's going to brand them? What does a brand they tried to even kill mean? Them. Not if they tried to kill her. I definitely, I, I, I agree with him that the brand makes more sense than it being a cut. Right. Because, especially, well, you got Daryl with two of them on him. So right. maybe he did two things bad. Jeez. I don't no, know. Daryl had other scars, but there was that one. He did, but he had scar. two X's. He had two X's on his yeah, back. He, on his he had one on his shoulder and one at the same spot where Michonne had one. Well, yep. maybe he's a collector. He could be. But yes, he did have other scars, but those were the two that were, uh, and they were pretty evidently the same size and mm-hmm. the same mm-hmm. X mark. I missed the, the higher one. So that's when you guys were saying about switching kidneys. It's, I, not, they're not, I don't think he was donating a shoulder blade or anything. No. Eh. No. Could have been. Okay, Courtney Hahn said, Cannot wait for the second half. That final scene was so good. My jaw dropped seeing that whisper duck. Shit, I yes. know. Yeah, that, that was, was a pretty cool wicked. Scene. Um, Mark Lavarnway said, Negan on the loose. Gabe done screwed up. What the hell did Michonne do to piss off the hilltop in Kingdom? And RJ, Rick Jr.? Hmm. Yes, I do think it's Rick Jr. Emmeline Veltkamp said, I can't even right now. The show is so stinking good again. Other than Jesus dying? That's sad, but dang. <laughs> but dang. So many people are sad. <laughs> Lots all of the girls points. are sad about Jesus. Yeah, there are a lot. Mm-hmm. That's funny to me. All right. Cash Cooper at Cash Coop said, Best episode in a very long time. Welcome back to the horror aspects. I've missed them. But have to say the writers lost their way. It's taken way too long to get back to what makes the show good. Too bad they waited until they lost three beloved characters or actors to get good again. Mm-hmm. Good directing this episode. The tension was as thick as the fog in the cemetery. Excited about the whisperers, but not really any of the remaining characters. Why the mystery of the fallout from Rick's death? Just get to the point already and stop splitting seasons. Sheesh. Sheesh. You know, back to your point, Scott, about... Um wouldn't it be surprising if they just didn't kill somebody? Yeah. Um, they didn't need to kill Jesus in this. No, they because didn't. Because Jesus dies, they kill mm-hmm. all those other guys, and then they're still surrounded. Right. Mm-hmm. So the situation doesn't change just because unless, Jesus is killed. Unless True. it causes, unless 
you know, Jesus was also a very calming figure, and mm-hmm. Tara is not. And mm-hmm. if it causes issues to get really heated at Hilltop, it could be because Jesus is not there to be the mediator. Yeah. So that may have some that may have some impact on it later on. But it takes some um it takes some of the surprise out of the ending when you kill somebody and then they're like they're still surrounded. Like mm-hmm. why not just have them still surrounded and nobody's dead yet? Well, or, I think that makes it more scary. But because then the speculation all the all the what? off time would be like who's going to die? Yeah, it's like okay, they already killed somebody. We think we're free, but we're not actually free. Like, these guys are still here. They're coming for the rest of us. Well, I mean, oh, please, let's put it this not, way. Let's if, not go through the Negan baseball bat thing all over again. We do not need to have that discussion. Let me put it this way. If they are going to try and make these whispers seem more evil because they killed Jesus, that didn't really work. No. Because they killed Jesus, and then they ended up killing, like, six of them, like, right away. True. Mm-hmm. So now they're surrounded by these guys, and then we've got our group that's in the center... Uh-huh. I'm not really concerned about them because I feel like, well, they're going to be able to kill them all and get out of there. Mm-hmm. Right. And we, and we, you know, we, we're, we don't have any indication to believe that the whispers know about their capabilities either. They wouldn't have gone rushing in there like that if they had any idea yeah. that these people could fight like they can. So, mm-hmm. so they're not the brightest cats in the world either. Yeah. So I agree with Stu. I'm not too terribly worried about someone getting killed when we come back in the second half of the season. Mbop, cute poison ten off uh, Twitter said, "I knew it was him as I had read the spoilers. Shame and very truthful that he was unused. His character had huge potential. Should have been bloody Eugene. I can't stand him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel emotionally connected to the new people though. I like the new people a lot. I do too." I, do too. I was really happy to see see uh, Magna and y- Yumiko. Yumiko. Yeah. Yumiko show up there at the gate with um, Michonne to try to get them out of the cemetery. Yeah, I think that was uh, that was a good. Um, I'm glad that they brought him in there because starting out the episode, that scene when they're all kind of riding in the wagon. Right. Again, that was so slow, and you didn't know what was going. They were just kind of stuck to the right. side. I mean, you, yeah. they're. Yeah. Kind of useless characters at that right. point. Yeah, they, um, they, they told her, said, she was like, what are you doing here? She said, we're earning our keep. Yeah, the only interesting thing was when Magna and Yumiko were listening to uh, kind of the plight of what Michonne was dealing with. Mm-hmm. You know, right. they were having their own conversation, and all of a sudden they stopped talking because Michonne was walking by bitching about what was going on at uh, Hilltop. Yeah. Right. Which was kind of a, I thought that was a nice little... Mm-hmm. Hidden, hidden side thing going on there, but anyways. yeah, that's a good point. We heart TWD at We Heart TWD said in response to Mbop, that's actually what happened for me in the comics. They killed off most of the original characters, and you're left with these new characters who were dropped in during the time jump, and I cannot connect with them. I hoped it wouldn't happen in the show, but it looks like it is. Very sad on losing Jesus. I definitely agree with Tom Payne that they did not use his character to his full potential. To know he trained hard for so long and never really got his epic fight till the till the end definitely frustrates me. This episode is what I needed though. The wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, now that she says that, I agree with you. Jesus could oh, yeah. have done so much more. And I really wanted to see Aaron and Jesus get together. Well, I mean he was a he was a major part of the connection to all the groups. 
but you never saw him. Yeah. He was always to the side, or, you know, I mean, it was... That's what I'm saying. I mean, every time they show him in the group pictures and in the group scenes and stuff like that, he's a side character. Mm-hmm. He's never, you know, Rick isn't consulting with Jesus on what we're going to do here or anything like that. He always was a side character. And, and hell, look how fast Maggie moved in. I mean, yep. She, you know, but Jesus Maggie was, did consult with him. I know that. No, but my point is, is that she usurped him. She went right over him and took over the camp. Yeah. Jesus was uh, Aaron. For the hilltop. He mm-hmm. was their connection to the outside world. Right. But exactly. he never really played that after you met him. Mm-hmm. No. He, he then was just... Um, yeah, that's a good, really good point. We never did see him go out again and search for people anymore. Yeah, he was Which, just Greg, Gregory's side boy. You know, I mean, he was like the, the one that, that talked to the Alexandrians for Gregory, and that was about it. But that's what Aaron and him were talking about towards the beginning of the episode was that they miss the old days... When they were explorers and they were right. just out and about looking for people, looking for mm-hmm. new people to add to the group. But yep. it's easy to forget that that uh, um, Jesus was that because they used it so very little just at the mm-hmm. beginning when we met the character and then we never saw it again. Yeah. And remember we met him doing that Benny Hill thing on the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> with Daryl and Rick. They were running through the field. Yeah, that was good. I actually forgot about that. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Benny Hill thing. That's all awesome. Benny Hill thing. <laughs> <laughs> so next week on The Walking Dead, nothing. Crickets. Uh, yep. Crickets. Until February. What was it? February what? February 10th. Sunday, Lord. February 10th. We've got Someone a while. Is, they're taking some time off. I don't. Did they take it that long? Yeah. Last time? Just, they, yeah, wait yeah, till after the Super Bowl. Yeah, I guess yeah, so. Yeah, they always wait till after the Super Bowl. Okay. Which is smart. I guess. Because then they release the commercial at the Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't remember that. Some teaser thing? Yeah, maybe. Why not? Whatever. They should. So, we might be back during this little hiatus. Well, maybe we can review something. <laughs> I have mm-hmm. to say, I'm looking forward to some time off from Me editing and, and so forth. Plus, we got some t-shirts to look into. Try and get yes. this thing all worked out. Totally. So, I mean, Roll that it, out. Roll yeah, if out. people want some T-shirts, let me know, mm-hmm. and we will we will be in touch. Hopefully, we'll be able to put something on our Facebook page to give you the opportunity to buy a T-shirt if you want to, or whatever. But we're we're going to look into those different options right now. Yeah, and in the meantime, don't hope... be too committal. That's right. <laughs> in the meantime, I hope that all of you have a fantastic Christmas or holiday season. Hanukkah yeah. is coming up. This week, I think. Yep. So, everyone have a safe and blessed holiday, and we will see you soon. Good night. Good night. Happy holidays. <laughs>